When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coop and Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at the MTK Global show here in Brentwood. Delighted to be joined by Mr. Connor Ben himself. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. You well? All good. Uh, just waiting for the show to start here, but uh, coming to show a little bit of support here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the first MTK show I've been to. Um, you know, and then Warren Show was the first Warren Show I went to yesterday. You know, so I thought, you know, I'll go to these other events and just see what they're like. So, you know, my brother's fighting today, obviously. So I thought I'd come down, show some love. Mikey Saki as well. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. I think it is. He, um, I've been doing rounds with him. So I thought I'd stay to watch him two fights and, um, yeah, show the support. Obviously, yeah, your brother Harley's fighting on the bill today. So, yeah, his career's kind of been a little bit stop-start since he turned pro, but... He's trying to kind of build the rounds up and kind of get that early part of his career kind of done with before he can progress on to the next stage. Well, I think early on in your career, it's about building momentum and hype and being managed correctly, um, you know, like opponents. Like, he's got such durable opponents, opponents that have been in with Johnny Coyle, that Lewis Green, Johnny Garton, and none of them have stopped, stopped this guy's fighting tonight. And I'm thinking, well, you really want to get a few knockouts under your belt just to build up your confidence as well as you know you've got to get the rounds in but when he's only had two knockouts on his slate you know it don't look good considering he hasn't had a massive amateur background so you know I think he should you know bowl a couple people over yeah get confidence and then you know get some durable people you know so that's what, that's what I think anyway Obviously I've got an idea of why you were at the Royal Albert Hall yesterday uh, probably had an eye on the uh, uh, a certain fight between Johnny Garton and Chris Jenkins which Chris Jenkins come out on top uh, did that surprise you first of all Connor? No because I knew Jenkins was going to be a hard fight it wasn't like I was going oh Garton's going to win this fight and it's going to be me and Garton no Garton's a great fighter Jenkins is also another good fighter so it was a really 50-50 fight you know so I couldn't I couldn't separate I wouldn't, I, it was 50-50 down the middle you know I'm happy for Jenkins guide for Garton because I really like Garton I thought me and Garton having it would have been brilliant you know, he's got a, lot, a big, massive backing as well. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, for someone who's kind of currently not active due to, obviously, injury reasons, I do notice your name does get chucked about quite a bit amongst fighters. It is what it is. You know, people can call my name. And, you know, it's what it is. I have loads of people calling me out. I think a guy who's fighting headlining here um, calling me out. I've got him from over there calling me out and someone from over there calling me out. Do you know I mean, if I'm not fighting that one, when I, then I'm ducking that one, or I'm ducking that one and that one and that one. And the list is ongoing. You know, I want I want the B 
bigger domestic fights, you know, rather than fighting people. Because I can fight anyone, any, do you know what I'm saying? You know, so it is what it is, isn't it? You know, I've just got to get used to it, I guess, Coogan. What, what else can I do? You know, call me out, I don't care. You don't affect my day, my day-to-day -day living. You know, I li I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Now there's a, a gym in Croydon where there's a couple of fighters obviously that have mentioned your name. Uh, I mean, I'm not specifically saying that they're calling you out, but obviously Harlem Eubank had a few words to say about potentially wanting to fight you. Obviously you're, you're being linked with a fight in the future as well with Josh Kelly. I mean, I haven't spoke to you since that night at the O2, but what, what's your thoughts on first Harlem Eubank? Well, Adam Booth thrown him to the doghouse. That's what he's done. Not doghouse to the to the slaughterhouse, you know. So he's he's had like two records on his slate. He's like lightweight or light welter, not massive at all, not a big banger either. So I don't understand where he's coming from. I've had more knockouts than you've had fights. Do you know what I mean? And you're saying, oh, you want to fight me? You just about won your second or third fight, whichever fight it was. So I don't know. How he can come with all that. He's had two knockouts and he's carrying on like he's all that in a bag of chips. Do you know what I mean? When a guy was who he knocked out had like 35 fights and won one of them. So you can't really come with all that. I don't understand. It's just nonsense. You know, fair enough. You know, Adam Booth wants to use that as a distraction of the Josh Kelly situation. Do what you do as you please, innit? But that, that that tweet done him no justice. Is that what you believe, Adam? You, Adam Booth's kind of using Harlem uh, Harlem Eubank as a distraction away from Josh Kelly. Is that what you believe? I don't know because he can't have expected that tweet about Harlem to be serious. So I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, what's your angle there? There is an angle, obviously, considering Harlem's two weights lighter than me, and considering he's only had like two knockouts on his record, and he's only had about six fights at two weights lighter or a weight lighter. So I don't understand. It just. Why don't you say, yeah, all right, I'll throw Josh Kelly in. I'll let Josh Kelly do a number on you. Or why don't you throw him in? I'll let him do a number on you. Okay, fair enough. I'm down for that challenge. Not Harlem. I know that'd be a massive fight, but come on, like, bring something to the table. Get a few knockouts under your belt. And, you know, that's why Matt Trimble put him on another show. Was because the Monaco show was shocking and he almost lost the fight in his, like, second fight. So, you know, there's only so far the name can take you. But then if you ain't an entertaining fighter, they ain't going to put it on. Is it safe to say that kind of a potential fight with Josh Kelly is further down the line, probably a bit more than the Harlem Eubank fight? Yeah, definitely. All I was saying, all I've been saying basically is I'm ready for it now. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, it may, yeah, it does make more sense to do it down the future and all that, but I'm just saying I'm ready now. That's, that's all I was saying to him. You know, and uh, Booth was, yeah, I know it makes a lot more money down the line. It'll be a bigger fight. We keep winning and, you know, so forth. But I'm just uh, just saying I'm ready now. Do you know what I mean? I'd like, like to test myself. You know, I've gone to hell and back in, um, you know, a few of my fights with people I really shouldn't have had to. But it don't take away the knockouts of the undefeated kids that I knocked out. They say this last guy was a lively opponent. He was only a lively opponent because I made him a lively opponent. You know, I put him down three, three times in the last fight. And I reckon if I had gone in there with an the attitude of, I'm going to take your head off, I reckon I would have got him out of there sooner and put him down a lot sooner. You know, so it is what it is, isn't it? You know, Kuna, I come in this game a little boy, bruv. No amateur experience, no nothing. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, it's just nice to even be, be put in the categories of, you know, these Olympians and a great fighter. And, you know, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool, man.
Give us a little update on your injury, finally, and also, have you got a potential date? All right. don't know if you can see that on the camera. So it's... Um, yeah, it looks horrible, uh, but I've started back banging with it now. Um, you know, I've had to have a second operation on it, fought with the injury, had the cortisone injected in it twice on my fight week. And, you know, it's part of the game, isn't it? You know, so it's all healed up, ready to go. At the end of the day, I've not more people out of my left hook, so I'm not that concerned. You know, so it is what it is. And you know what? I keep saying, you know. And everyone keeps pulling me up on it, but I keep saying, you know, watch, I'm going to say it about 10 more times in this interview. It's just really frustrating. Go on, sorry. So right. don't worry about that, Connor. Um, but have you kind of targeting a month, maybe, that you'd like to return in? Looking at fighting in April. Um, so just to get back out of there and have as many fights as I can this year, you know, a lot more learning fights. You know, that's what I need, is a lot more learning fights. Because it showed that... I lacked a lot of experience in defending and uh, moving. Even my last fight, I went to the extent of moving around the ring too early on when I should have started pressing early on, you know. So it all is what it is. A couple of learning fights, fight April. I have five fights this year, you know, I'll be happy. Is Chris Jenkins now a target for you? I haven't really seen much of Chris Jenkins, and I never heard of him until he fought Garten. So I'll talk with my trainer when my trainer comes back from from holiday and have a word with my trainer. I ain't seen much of Chris Jenkins. I don't know if he's got a big following. Um, Just from a British title standpoint? Yeah, definitely. I want, I want that British title this year. So whoever's got a British title, I want that title this year. I was really gutted for Garn because he brings a lot of Millwall supporters. And it would, and it would have been crazy. You know, and I, I don't know Jenkins. I don't know what he's about. So watching him fight, though, what, he, he, look, he looks slick. I thought he looked good on the, on the fight night. Garn looks a bit... a bit... not not as good as I've seen him previously, you know, but, you know, just these off night and, you know, congratulations to Jenkins, great fighter and, yeah, I definitely won that British title this year. So whoever's got it, whenever my team say I'm ready for the British title, well, then we'll go for it. All right, Connor, I'll let you get on with your night. Appreciate your time uh, on IFL TV and, like I said, when you've got news of a date and uh, opponent, I'm sure you'll let us know. All right, wicked. Thank you, Coogan. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.